Welcome to this week's episode of Localites OKC. I'm Kayla Coffey. And I'm Anna Farha. And hi, how are you? What's up? Not Halloween anymore. I know. Not, it's it's weird that season. it was just one week ago. I know. <laughs> it, feel, it, it feels it, like so long. I know. <laughs> there were so many people who this last weekend, they were like, Did you, were you not celebrating Halloween? And I was like, I went to four different parties the yeah, weekend before. We I were did over all of Halloween. Before yeah. the holiday even got here. <laughs> so Yeah, because I didn't do anything for it on the actual day. I handed out candy to the kids in my neighborhood. And we had our best neighborhood Halloween ever. Everyone was talking about it in the Facebook group. They were like, the most houses decorated and handed out candy. And everyone did great. And good job, you all. And I was like, beaming. That's awesome. Because for another year in a row, no trick-or-treaters no, for me. And, and then... Well, I decorated. I go all out. Like, I had a graveyard in my front yard. <laughs> Well, and, like, we did have a family come one year, but, like, that's out of, like, five years, and so we just, I stopped buying the candy, because, like, I didn't need it, and if it wasn't being given away... You were eating it. So then we just, like, I'm like, well, we're not giving out candy, so we better turn our lights off, because I don't want anyone coming up and then being disappointed. That you don't have candy. So... That's next year, I think I'm going to go to, like, the Dollar Tree and hand out, like, little gifts, because I heard... On, like in other Facebook groups, it, some of the kids' favorite stuff was like the little spider rings or glow sticks or like toys. Glow sticks would be fun. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that'd be cool. Like, I could do that. That would cost me the same. I could go to Dollar Tree. I spent like 20 bucks on that bag of candy. I could go to Dollar Tree, spend 20 bucks yeah. for packs of gold, of glow sticks and like yeah. hand those out. And I was like, so I think I'm going to do that next year. I'm going to do something like fun. Which That's also, cute. like, accounts for allergies or, like, other crap that I, I didn't think And I'd it's do. not just feeding people sugar. Sugar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, I'm saying it out loud, putting it into the universe. Everyone remind me that I said this last year. That this is my plan. But I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, but, well, then um, Friday night, we just had a get-together at my house. So much fun. I love an opportunity to not have to put on makeup, to throw my hair up in a bun. Yeah. I also, <laughs> I already wasn't wearing makeup that day, so I'm like, I'm definitely not doing I'm my not makeup, makeup for people for to come one. to my house. Same. <laughs> and then, like, Janelle rolled in with no makeup in a messy bun, and I was like, I love our friends group, <laughs> and that we were all like, this is how we party. <laughs> Us having a night out is us not having to get ready for a night out. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's our treat. But the next day on Saturday, I did make it out to St. Elijah for the yeah. food festival. How was it? It was good. I mean, it just as good as always. And it, I didn't bring it, get anything to take home. But that's okay. But I, I ate quite a bit while I was there. Good. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's. I worked at Banana all weekend and had a wicked migraine both Saturday and Sunday. So I probably slept a collective 24 hours between the two days. Oh, wow. Because I had to go home sick on Saturday because, like, I was getting nauseous from my migraine. And so I was in bed by 6 p.m. And I woke up at 9 a.m. on Sunday. And that was with the extra hour of sleep from the time change. Right. And then I, like, went for my shift on Sunday and then also came home and went to bed at, at, like, 6 or 7 again. And so I'm, like, so well rested. I'm having a wonderful week after all of this well i was happy about the time change because now it's not dark when i wake up and it's easier to wake up rock but on sunday like i still got up super early ish like i got up at like seven on your own yeah and i was like oh but i really wasn't tired anymore so i stayed up and but then we ended up um going to brunch at hatch Ooh, fun so we did a late brunch there and um 
because I wanted to go to that Indian fry bread exhibit at Exhibit C. Right. So I was like, let's go somewhere kind of near there. And I thought about going to Parlor, but then I thought about Hatch first, and I really did want it. And the wait wasn't that bad because we didn't go till like one thirty. Yeah. Um, so basically my time getting ready was like the wait time and then just went down there and enjoyed brunch and then went over to exhibit C and saw their, their new pop art, um, Indian pop art exhibit. And I did post some pics from that. Um, but no, it was really fun because I'd never actually been inside that gallery before and it is operated by the Chickasaw Nation Mm -hmm. and like they sell Bedray chocolate out of there and like, did you not go to the OVAC that was there? There, OVAC was not in that space. Was it next It was door? in the plow. Oh, that's like close, right? Pretty okay, close, maybe yeah. Maybe the same thing in my head. Never mind. Yeah, anyway. Patrick also thought we had been there. And I was like, no, I promise you we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but then after that, we did come out to the mall to see you for Me? the friends and family sale. And Patrick got a really nice pullover mm-hmm. and a button-up uh, button shirt that he's already worn. Um, <laughs> well, I love it. That's and, so... Some of my coworkers that were out shopping for that, like, were wearing their outfits, like, this week, too. Yeah. Was, they're like, do you recognize the sweater or this jacket? And I was like, yes, I do. I sold it to you on Sunday. Yeah, and then later that night, it was elections at Alpha Chi. So oh, yes. we, for our nominating committee, we always order food for that night when we're, like, putting together the slate. Mm-hmm. And everyone had kind of decided they they wanted Empire, so we ended up um, doing, like, two pizzas, because there's just, like, seven of us. So we did two pizzas, but Solid. half and half, so we got four, four. different pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> and just do. picked it up from Easy e at, like, 9.30 on a Sunday night. They stay open till midnight. Holy cow. On Sunday. That's so legit. that was awesome. And I was still eating. So apparently I was like the only one that liked Fungus Among Us, which I totally ordered for me. But right. I thought other people might eat it's it. It's my and, favorite. <laughs> and, but then I think the pieces, there was only like four pieces per half. Okay. So there was four slices. Like I had one that night. Someone else had one. And then there was two left that I took with me that I've been eating for lunch this week. <laughs> I love it. You can't let it go to waste. And I was using the toaster oven at work. So oh, that's solid. That, it was great. Uh, reheated pizza in the toaster oven is sometimes better than the first time you had the pizza because it's like crispier around all the edges, not just the right. outside row. Oh, love mm-hmm. it. Well, the only other thing I did this week was the Jones Assembly was launching volume five or six. Now I can't remember. Of, I think of five. Five of their tea room tasting menu and so they had uh invited us out for a little media preview and i went and i brought my girl emma um who shout out just got a new job and so we were celebrating like where'd she move to so she is going uh private corporate to the uh funk corporation oh i've heard that yeah yeah um and so i'm so excited for her and like it ended up being celebratory drinks but like it happened that day and so when i invited her it was just regular <laughs> going out oh okay <laughs> and, uh, so i didn't have to go alone um and so so much fun um my favorite was uh the collusion which was one they had two or three menus back but they revived and then is of course you know ever appropriate <laughs> given our current climate and it's so funny on the menu it's right below the white russian and it's kind of a take on a white russian okay um it was absolutely delicious though they did a wonderful job um 
And I always appreciate them doing the tastings and, and doing the free drinks out there for us. Because, you know, their drink menu, it's like 10 12 bucks for all those. Like, it would be very expensive to go and taste the whole thing yourself. And yeah. So this was at least, like, second or third time that I know I've been that they've invited us because of the podcast. Um, to yeah, and, and I can, like, it. never go. Because I know. they do it at 4 at p.m. Four. on a weekday. And I'm like, yeah. Especially this time of year, I just can't. Right. Um, Because work is, like hell right now but that's until december 6th um i'll get my life back in about a month um (laughs) but i did um go to my leadership council meeting with the food bank on tuesday and this time it was hosted at one of their partner agencies which this one was palomar off of hudson Mm -hmm. and i'd heard of palomar and was kind of familiar with it but I didn't realize how new of a nonprofit it is. It was only founded in 2015. Oh, I didn't realize that and, either. Yeah, and they, the uh, CEO or president, whatever her title is, um, she talked with us kind of because she founded it too. And mm-hmm. like how basically they serve families that are victims of domestic violence. But um, they kind of have a whole like holistic approach to their care, which before like there are nonprofits that help with certain parts of what they're going through, but there was really nowhere that they could go one place and get all the help they needed. And so obviously the need was really there. And like they saw that in the community and they took over the building that used to be North care off of like just South of where Elk Valley is off of Hudson. Um, And so it was great to learn more about them. And like, I don't even think I knew they were a partner of the food bank. No, I've seen, I'd heard of it, seen the sign, but that is so fun to learn more. I'm so glad you went. Yeah. And then after uh, that evening, um, I was invited out to an event that the chamber hosts, which I actually haven't been able to be involved in the chamber in a while because my work didn't renew their membership. But they specifically reached out to me and were like, we really want you to come to this um, because they host events called Find Your OKC and they're for people who are new to the city. Okay. So basically everyone I'd met had moved here within the last three months. Oh my god! And they were all from California and they all are here for work, of course. Um, So there's, there's a company (laughs) that we're, they get asked that a lot and I think they are annoyed by it because they're like, why should I not have moved here? Um, And you're like, like, listen to my show. I'll tell you all the amazing things. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm here to tell you about localites. Um, But no, I basically just like kind of helped to get them accustomed to like where the area they live and like the good stuff to go to around it. Yeah. Um, I think got at least a couple of followers on our Instagram. Um, (laughs) But no, it was really nice. It was at the uh, Chesapeake Boathouse. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was open bar from Ned's. No. Oh, heck And yeah. I'm assuming the catering was probably also Ned's from Ned's because the chamber thing. uses them a ton. Um, so good. But yeah, it was great. And like, saw some friends out there. Like, Kimberly Cope was there Aww. and like Sunil from my loyal class. Yeah. And so, like, there was a good mix of the us who we were called the connectors. Right. And, and then the connectees. Yes. So, the new. Yeah. I would love to go back out to that again. And it's, it's fun anytime we get that chance to kind of show our expertise of yeah. like how much we know about the city. So that was really cool. And then afterward, I had my little night at Hertz with some of my girls and actually it ended up just being one of them. And she's one of my uh, freshmen. So we hadn't really even met yet or like talked yet. And yeah. so that was awesome to get to know her too. And it was weird though, because a group of like 25 people came in like right as we did 
and I was like, I don't know what these people are from. Like, this is very strange. Okay. <laughs> so they were kind of loud, but yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, normally it's business. a quieter space there, yeah. but <laughs> that's so funny. Oh yeah. my goodness. So moving yeah. on to our events going on this week. Yeah. Um, City Rep Theater is opening a new show, and they operate out of the City Space Theater, which is in the Civic Center, so it's their small theater. Okay. And this one is A Doll's House Part 2, running November 8th through 24th. So are you familiar with the book A Doll's House? I'm not. So it's it's like from the 1800s. Okay. And um, the they do, it, as it says, part two. So it flashes forward 15 years from the Heinrich Ibsen portrait of marriage as a women's prison and how things have not really changed yet from that time frame. Okay. And, or, and even like how nowadays, like reflecting on how that looks in today's society. Um, yeah. And the tickets are $40 and you can find out more at okcrep.org. All right. Well, something that's more up my alley is the Devon Ice Rink at the Myriad Gardens is opening November 8th through February 2nd. So you're going to have plenty of time to get out and enjoy this ice rink for $13, you will be able to have fun on the rink and rent your skates, and you can learn more. This is part of downtown in December, probably the earliest thing of downtown in December. Yeah, so downtown in December, is, I think, is kicked off basically by this by opening. This. And it's really just downtown when it's cold outside. That's what we're going to mm-hmm. call it from now on. Downtown when it's Because it's outside. straight up celebrating November, November through, through beginning February. of January, and then that obviously goes into february so yeah but on thursday it's the grand opening at the new cycle bar location at chisholm creek um so this one's located at 13220 pawnee drive suite b and do you know i don't buy i need to i i meant to look um no i don't remember as we all know it's just so big and it spans western depend and so i'm always like so what part i know (laughs) I'm going to quickly find that out. Okay, well, while um, she's doing that. So it's that, basically by, oh. by like, where Fuzzies, Fuzzies. is. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, what you normally think of, but now that they've expanded, you just never know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm super excited. One of my favorite holidays. It's International Stout Day. They're celebrating at Coop from 4 to 8 p.m. This is going to feature homebrewers from their production staff. Vintages from the Territorial Reserve Series. Which is one of our favorite, our favorite. series. Oh, yeah. my gosh, those bottles. Um... And more exclusive taproom only beers. They're also celebrating at 405 Brewing all weekend. So it's Stout Day weekend down there through Saturday. And you can celebrate all weekend long with stouts exclusively on draft. So they aren't going to have any beers on draft besides stouts. This is my dream. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so sad that we're busy doing this. And they're doing a special where you can get a flight of three of them for $15. And you'll definitely want to look on their Facebook event to see the different takes they're doing on stouts because there's some fun stuff. Yeah. I was drinking Turtle Head while dealing with my trick-or-treaters. Like, that was my vibe. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love Turtle Head. Okay, um, where we're going to be in former guest of the show, okay, Bio Brew Fest at the Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark from 5 to 7 p.m. You can still get your tickets. They are $35. Um, you can get those on the i2e.org website and listen back to our episode. Look back at our links for that. We're going to be out there. So much fun. Can't wait for it. Our last event for Thursday is Old For... Forrester birthday bash whiskey tasting at Stag Lounge from 6 to 8 p.m. So you'll get tastings of five different whiskeys 
some of which are literally like over 100 years old, (laughs) and hors d'oeuvres for $45. You can buy those on Eventbrite. I always kind of wonder when there's like whiskeys or wines that are that old, I'm like, who knew that it was going to still be good in 100 years? Like, how do they do it so well, preserve it, not get into it? I don't and know. And then it still be decent in 100. You know what I mean? It's just like, I hope they're like tasting and trying. Like what? Anyway, I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. But, but it Stag, concerns me. And Stag Lounge is doing a lot more events yeah, too. No, so maybe we'll make it out for one one day. Um, it's Friday is the one year birthday celebration at Oso from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. So, which is technically off by a couple weeks because this came up in my time hop because I went like two or three days after they opened. But it's fine. Um, they're going to be celebrating with food and drink specials, live music from 2 to 5 p.m. And you can check out their Facebook event for more details. Another event on Friday is Small Works Great Wonders at the National Cowboy Museum from 5 to 9 p.m. This features a fusion of traditional and contemporary paintings and sculpture at affordable prices. There'll be cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, and live music paired with beautiful works of art. Tickets are $75.00. And this is one of the big fundraisers for the Cowboy Museum. So if you want to learn more, go to nationalcowboymuseum.org. All right. Friday is also Christmas time in the cities, which is the name of the grand opening celebration at Cities Ice Cream from 5 to 10 p.m. So this is Capital Ice Cream's new location at the Edmund Rail Yard with the addition of cookies. Yes. And that is how it is different from the capitals here in Midtown. They're also going to be featuring special Christmas time treats, and I am very excited for them. All right. We also have a beer launch party at Vanessa House. It's Bright Golden Haze Beer from 6 to 9 p.m. So this is actually a collaboration with Oklahoma Contemporary Yum. to celebrate their um, new facility <gasps> that will be pretty close to where Vanessa House is. So yes. It's a golden Hefeweizen to oh share the name of the, the groundbreaking exhibit that will be um, at Oklahoma Contemporary when they open in March 2020. Okay, so two things. One, a golden Hefeweizen sounds incredible. Two, every time I see their opening date, it's been pushed back a month. <laughs> yeah. Every single time I read it. Cause it well, was, and like, even this December, far out, they say, January, oh, it's March 13th. And then you February. can't know that this far out. <laughs> you really can't know. Sorry, that's just the first time I've seen March. Yeah. It's fine. Um, It's also Give on the Plaza from 6 to 10 p.m. A portion of the proceeds from participating businesses is going to be donated to Sisu Youth. And there is going to be a special Wild West Wasteland fashion show at Bad Granny's kicking off at 7 p.m. Our last one for Friday is Holiday Market at Stash, which is both Friday and Saturday. Friday from 6 to 9.30 p.m. and 12 to 5 on Saturday. So this is in downtown Norman. Yeah. And they'll have shopping, food trucks, music, and craft beer, which the Friday night does coincide with their um, second Friday art walk that they do in Norman as well. Great. Um, Saturday is free admission at the Oklahoma Hall of Fame at the Gaylord Pickens Museum. So this is going to be from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And they're going to be doing this free admission on the second Saturday Saturdays until the end of the year. And they have been doing it all year, but... I think we may have talked about it at one point. I don't remember, but I was like, I'll still throw it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's also opening day at Objects Trouvé, Oklahoma, 12 to 8 p.m. Is it really spelled like that? 
it is because it's like French, I think. Okay. Um, but it stands, that means um, objects found. Okay. And it's a new art retail experience um, in Western Avenue. So it's at 4329 Northwestern. And you'll get to meet the artist and preview curated art and design collections. They're, all the artsy people are like very excited about this place. Cool. Um, and what I was reading, on, there was a lot of things on their Facebook event that like didn't really make sense to me. But like a lot the more details know. listed there. Yes. Cool. <laughs> it's also the 30th anniversary of Twisted Spike from 12, to 12 noon to 11.30 p.m. They're going to have specialty beer releases, food specials, new merch, and live music. And if you want to know what those specialty beer releases are, listen back to our episode where we interview Bruce and Donna about this event. And they dish on all of those beers. It's also the Native Women Artist Discussion at the Oklahoma History Center from 1 to 3 p.m. There'll be four artists um, who are talking about their contributions to the art world and women's impact on Native art. Awesome. Our final event for Saturday is live from OKC. It's Saturday night. A sketch comedy art show at Speakeasy. Great. I'm actually really sad to miss this because I'll be out of oh. town this weekend, but this sounds super fun. It's from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah, this is like all up your alley. I know. Um, it's a multimedia art show highlighting 44 years of comedy greatness. A live comedy show featuring lo- local comedians plus Senator Carrie Hicks as host. I assume... <laughs> Her husband, Spencer, is going to be part of this local comedian. Yeah. One of our most probably. famous comedians. Um, and uh, musical guests, Lust, tickets to attend. It's a $5 cover, yes. I assume. Mm-hmm. Get in to speak easy. And that looks like a lot of fun. So our first event for Sunday, the Coffee Beer Brunch Series is back at Okinor. Yay! Um, so this is the first one. They'll be doing four of them. This one features Elk Valley it's from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And basically they do a specialty glassware mm-hmm. for each week from the brewer. Um, next up will be Vanessa House, then Coop, followed by Prairie. Yum. And you'll want to call 405-600-2030 for reservations to guarantee your glassware to take home. All right. It's also the Euro Trip wine tasting at the wine bar from 3 to 4 p.m. Speaking of village businesses... I am so glad to see that this is that one, right? Wine bar? Yes, it is. And before this event, all of the ones they've been hosting have been sold out before I can even talk about them on the show. So now we are able to talk about it. I mean, not that we want to be like, oh, thank goodness this one's not sold out, but like, Good for them. Yeah, they've Good for you they've done really the well because they do. They've done a lot of tasting events since they opened. We and still haven't been. I know. Oh, we've got to make it out. So this is from three to four p.m. They're gonna have four different wines and light snacks, and tickets are twenty five dollars. And definitely check in since most of them have been selling out. Yeah, like check in. Yeah, today. <laughs> So also on Sunday is Refreshing the Palate at Metro Wine Bar and Bistro from 4 to 6 p.m. So this is an annual fundraiser that they host for OVAC. And they'll have 20 wine samples along with 20 original works of art based on the wine labels, which is pretty cool. That is so much fun because that's how I choose wine. Yes. In bottles. And (laughs) tickets are $40. So you'll need to call 405-840-9463 to reserve your table. Sunday's final event is the City Cabaret's Greatest Hits on Shuffle, a benefit, at OKC Improv. So this will be from 6 to 10 p.m. It's going to have live music, performances, 
a jazz band, and silent auction. And the event is in memory of Carrie Black. So she is the wife of Chris, who was our former guest of the show when we had them on. And she recently passed away. And so they're kind of doing this to celebrate her life. Um, And it is a suggested $10 minimum donation. All right. On Tuesday, it is SpongeBob the Musical at the Civic Center. And this will be running through Sunday. Now, I've been seeing these billboards everywhere. And I think they're really hyping it. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And in case you're not familiar, like I am and we are, because we're adults, um, SpongeBob and all of the Bikini Bottom and all of Bikini Bottom face a catastrophe until a most unexpected hero rises to take center stage. Is it SpongeBob? It better be. Like, what, is it going to be Squidward? Like, fuck no. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Tickets for this show start at $27. And I have to know. Like, this sounds like so much fun. I I love this. I might actually try to go. I love SpongeBob so much. I do too. And I've been kind of seeing like when I could go. Yeah. And I think I think I actually am going to. Okay. You should. But and I you can't have go to, with like, Patrick because he hates SpongeBob. It's <gasps> so, like I literally need to find someone to go with. How could you or, hate SpongeBob? I don't really know if I want to go alone. You could though. Yeah. I could, you, but But I understand. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the annual holiday open house is happening at Cassidy Square from five to eight PM. And at this event, Cassidy Square up in the village you're going to enjoy bites, beverages, and a special imper- appearance from Santa as you sip, shop, and stroll through the square. You'll also have the opportunity to enter to win a gift basket by filling out the shopping passport. Our last event for Tuesday is Orin Swift Wine Dinner at Vast from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. It'll be five-course dinner highlighting David Finney's full-bodied California wines. It is $95 per person, and you can get those on Eventbrite. Okay, and I know that this wraps up our events, but I have to say something because you just said full-bodied, and I'm like, <laughs> people never describe wines as, like, half-bodied, or, like, this doesn't have enough body. It's like, what does I don't, that even I mean? I don't know what the opposite would be for I need it. to know, though. I, well, I need we to need to ask, ask Clayton Barr. Yes. Okay, Clayton, we're coming for you. That wraps up our events for the week. Not ready, but we've already started. I'm not ready, but we're already falling. So today we're welcoming a guest from a district in the city that we have not had on the show yet. No, but a district that I used to live in, so I'm very excited about this. Yeah, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, My name is Grace Powell, and I am actually on the board for the Britain District. It is the newest district in Oklahoma City, um, or at least I think it is still the newest district (laughs) in the city. They keep popping up everywhere, but... Um, Britain District is named after Britain Road, mm-hmm. which ran through the town of Britain. Used to be its own thing. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't know that. It was um, annexed by Oklahoma City in the late 50s. And there's still a lot of residents of Britain who remember those days. Clearly, I'm not one of them. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of independence about Britain kind of still like being its own thing. Technically, the district runs, though, from uh, the Broadway extension all the way through um, Hefner Parkway. Yeah, Hefner Parkway. So it all goes through Oklahoma City and the village. How did you get involved with them? So that's an interesting story. Um, 
I actually work for Marianne's Rentals. I'm the marketing director there. And uh, Marianne's Rentals is located on Britain Road. Mm -hmm. And so they were one of the founding members of the district. Uh, Marianne herself was involved with it for a long time. Obviously, we have a vested interest there. Having that business has been there for over 30 years. This is actually its second location on Britain Road. And um, so one day I kind of approached her. I'd been kind of watching it and thinking, this is cool. Like, what's happening? Um, The area, just probably a mile to the west of where Marianne's is located, is definitely experienced some decline you can just tell you know there's buildings that have not been maintained and streets have um, needed attention for a long time and I thought that's kind of cool like I want to see what this is about and so I talked to her about it and she said yeah I think we could probably use some marketing help with the district (laughs) at this point so this is about a year ago Um, at the time they were wanting to do kind of a festival and they brought me in like 30 days out from when they wanted to do it (laughs) And, and you like, laughed You're in their crazy. face. No. We can't do this. It's not achievable. Um, we, just, we didn't have the energy, the manpower, the funds. So I, we, we did a small little get together instead. Was it um, at the Owl Court? Yes. Yes. That, we talked is, about that. Which is a cool story that goes along with the, the Britain District. Um, so we had a little get together there and it was very well attended. But this year, we wanted to do something bigger. We want to make this an annual thing, hopefully. So it's the inaugural Britain District Day. Bless you for using the word inaugural. You can tell that you do work in marketing. Yeah, well, um, we try and be careful with the words that we choose. And so it's. I also think the word inaugural is important for this day because we hope that the, like a lot of changes happened in the district in the last year. And next year, there could be a lot more change. I hope there's like more vendors, more stores, more everything. And so this day is really concepted to kind of give people an idea of what could be. And um, we're obviously like 20 years behind the Plaza District. Um, and it's it hopefully is not going to take 20 years because I think the whole city kind of knows how these things go now and people are excited and want to be a part of it. But um, ultimately, it's not going to happen overnight. It takes a lot of work and Um, It's definitely taking a lot of work to get this one off the ground. Right. Well, and so obviously what we're talking about is Britain District Day. Coming up November 16th. So not this Saturday, but next Saturday. And it'll be from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it'll be located just east of Western, right? Yes. So by the railroad tracks. I got to orient myself. Yes, that's right. That was a weird sentence. So east of west. (laughs) East of western. Approximately from um, Francis to western. Yeah. Um, We're not closing the street. That's a little bit risky, everyone says. But... um, People are already pissed off enough about Britain's street being closed, I think. <laughs> I yeah. say, enough of it is already closed. In the village, it's been a problem <laughs> yeah. for a minute, uh, like a whole year. So we're not going to close the street. Um, we're going to try and just ask people to be respectful of the pedestrians and slow down a little bit. But hopefully you'll see that there's something interesting there. We're going to have some food trucks joining us. We're going to have... Um, beer and we're gonna have live entertainment there's gonna be a holiday craft market Ooh, we love all of those things where's the beer gonna be from um rough tail Ooh, mm-hmm. yep sorry i had to think about that for a minute <laughs> i haven't been fine. super involved with getting them <laughs> on board um but yeah we're really excited to be able to provide all those amenities it's a lot of things that we haven't had there's going to be uh, a new art studio open commonplace books is going to be doing a pop-up 
there. Fun. A new art studio in addition to Hideout? Yes. Um, so, and they're going to be partnering, I believe, with Commonplace Books to be in their space. Uh, Variety Care is going to be doing a pop-up wellness center. We're also going to have some uh, fitness classes for the community. Um, it's just, I'm really excited about the art, though. Okay, Hideout Art is a really cool place. Oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. That's it. Have um, you been there? Yes. Okay. So, I was at their opening, and then they did a pop-up for um, co- Collective Couture. Is that what it's called? No, it's going to bother me. Uh, my friend has a clothing brand, and her aunt is the one that owns Hideout Art. Okay. And so that's Couture Collective, something like that. I'm the worst. I'm You're going to so have sorry. to get it right. Uh, I know. You have to figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, so I've been in the space Clearly a couple times. Clearly very important to her. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of those boutiques. You know what? And it's it, just like. when the with, I love alliteration myself. Yes. But it can be hard, hard to remember for the people that are not, like, in it exactly. on a day-to-day basis. But Lisa Allen is the owner of. Um, hideout art and she was really the pioneer vendor on that little strip that we're talking about she was kind of the first new one there's a couple that have been there for years and years but um she was the first new one to come around couture collective okay so right. I, I was there right the go. second time <laughs> <laughs> um but we're going to do a community art project in there so anybody that comes through take time to go through hideout art see her mm-hmm. her art but she specializes in teaching classes to groups that's kind of like abstract modern art therapy and it's really kind of a unique process and she's so good at it so we're hoping that everybody that comes through will participate in this big piece that we're going to make together and then we're going to donate it to um, one of the community places in the area we haven't decided where yet maybe we need it well enough contest um (laughs) So you guys have done a pretty good job on your Facebook event of like hyping up the different vendors yeah. and like what food trucks will be there. You should and read that list for me. Trucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw Healthy Hippo. Yep. Ooh, yeah. And I saw Lucky Dumplings Ooh. or Lucky Lucky Dumplings, whatever. So yeah. that's the one that we tried to stand in line for at the Asian Night Market Festival and gave up on. Oh, you should definitely it, yeah. come to District Day. It was Day a then. very long line. The line was so long, but everyone's <laughs> like, they're so good. But we were like, we have other places to be. Yeah, well, you got all afternoon to oh. stand in line for them. Uh, the Britain District <laughs> Day, you can, you can come for lunch and then also maybe an early dinner. Yeah, both. I love it. Well, and I also saw that Barkeep is going to be one of the pop-up vendors. So yes, how's that going to work? I don't believe that they're serving alcohol. Okay. They're just going to be like selling as part of the holiday market. Okay. Because I think they have some really unique gift items. Oh, they do. Sure. I've, I've bought stuff from there last year you for a Dirty, Dirty Santa. Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah, love Yeah, they have yeah. great gifts. <laughs> well, and you guys still also need volunteers, right? Yes, we do. And you can sign up to volunteer. Um the links on the Facebook yes, event. Yes, there's a link on the Facebook yeah. page. There's a lot of work to be done. We're we have some of the developers that are uh, have spaces available to rent that we're using for our pop-ups, and so uh, they've done a really good job of just kind of making those empty shelves. But we've got still some cleanup to do and dressing up to be able to use them for what we're doing. So anybody that wants to come down, we would appreciate it. Yeah. So leading up, they have shifts open the few days leading up to the event as well as the day of. Mm-hmm. Um, What's some of the entertainment that's going to be going on during? Unfortunately, I'm not in charge of that, so I can't tell you. <laughs> if it's on the Facebook event, you'd have to read it off for me. No, it's not. It's not. But I do know that there will gonna, be live music. There's okay. going to be some live music. No, that's, I, I take it back that I don't know anyone. Well, we're uh, Ron Wheeler, who is a musician, 
um, uh, kind of a folk musician, I think. He's also a, a resident of the area. He oh. has a Alley Records, which is a shop right there. Okay. So you'll be able to oh. hear him, and then you can go around the corner and shop at Alley shop. Records. Yes, it's a cute little record store. He's. A really I definitely nice want guy. to check that out because I didn't even realize there was another record store besides like Trolley, Trolley Stop and yeah. Guest yeah. Room. <laughs> it's not. It's not huge, but it's packed full of stuff, and it has a really cool vibe. So when we found out that he also did music right. himself, of course You're we like, wanted to have him. Yeah, he has to perform with us, of course. Awesome. So, well, and again, it's coming up November sixteenth from eleven a.m. to six p.m. And then what's what's maybe been one of the most exciting things you guys have done to prepare for this first time event? Well, I've been involved with the district for about a year and there's a lot of work to do. But having the event really gave me a reason to get out and just like walk up and down the street and meet the people that are already there and that are in the trenches, existing businesses, new businesses. And I got to say like, it's so cool just the friendly vibe that's there and how excited people are about having new people aware about the Britain district and coming into the space. It's just a great community to be a part of. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you wanted to add about the event or the district? Well, since I also work for Marianne's Rentals, I feel like I should say that Marianne's is the presenting sponsor. Of course you should. <laughs> this is generally the time where people are like, and we couldn't do it without our sponsors. We couldn't so do it without <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> this event truly couldn't happen without me. <laughs> we do have a lot of good sponsors, though. CNS Audio um, is going to uh, sponsor the audio for our stage performers, and they've been very, very generous with us on that. And um Variety Care, which is a local healthcare um, center, they do really great work in the community and they're also sponsoring. So um, it's a lot of work coming together from a lot of people. Hopefully we'll have even more sponsors next year um, because it's hard to do it all with a very small budget. That's why we need volunteers. Yes. Do you think it'll be around the same time next year? I think so. I mean... If the weather is great, which we're really hoping, and we do have an indoor plan, so even if the weather's bad, we're not going to cancel. Come anyways. We're going to move it inside the Ritz Theater for the holiday market. Um, and we've got enough pop-up space. We think we can we can make it all work. But the weather should be great. And if it holds and we don't get scared away, we'll probably be a similar time next year. Awesome. So um, what's the website and where can we will follow you? BritainDistrictOKC.org is the website. We're on Facebook and Instagram, also at Britain District OKC. So real simple, same, all three places. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Grace. Thank you. Thanks. Well, I'm so excited for Britain District, and it's really great for them to be launching this event for the first time, and I just hope it ends up being a huge success. Um, I'm sure it will be. That's That neighborhood, I, I mean, we've talked about it with other guests on the show, being in the village area. They want to rally around something, and they just, like, haven't had a lot of things to rally behind. But, like she mentioned, there's just, there's so much community there, and they're ready for it. And so I really think it's the right time for them. Awesome. Um, But speaking of in that district, so we do have some (laughs) bad news out of the village. Uh, The smoking boar closed uh, suddenly, shuttered. Um, I had texted you, like, I want to give myself my own props for this. Uh, so I had noticed we lost an Instagram follower. 
So whenever that happens, I go on and I have a special app that I do pay money for that tells me exactly <laughs> who has unfollowed us and what time they did and all that. And um, then I like have my own personal profile on there and my dogs. And I saw that the smoking board unfollowed both of us. And then it took another second and then it was like deleted user. So then I went to their Facebook page and I was like, why the heck would they delete their Instagram? And then they deleted their Facebook page. And Twitter was still up when I was doing my creeping, but I texted you and I was like, what the heck? Something's going down. This is shady. So they didn't actually announce it themselves. Nope. It was announced by OKC Talk, which I That's just That's really say, awkward. Yeah, it's super awkward. They should have kept their pages. They should have done their own closing announcement, left it all up for like a month, and then deleted their pages. Like, this comes off like sketch. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I know we had him on the show and... Well, but and also, I mean, but... everything that they that he was telling us, like, it, you wouldn't think that it would just like sh- uh, shut down so like that. Quickly. But then that means that whatever was going on was clearly so unsustainable that they had to just immediately close. Immediately. close. <laughs> well, that's they told their staff via a group text the morning that morning. So what was this Monday, Tuesday? No, I can't remember. Um, but it was this week, and they group texted their staff to say, hey, we've closed. Don't come in tonight, and good luck getting jobs before the holiday, basically. And then they had people, I saw people on social media that were like, we pre-ordered Thanksgiving dishes and meals for them and paid them deposits, and now or we can't g- get a hold of them. And, and gift cards and, yeah. that can't be used anymore. Yeah. So, like, I mean, we'll see. That I saw somewhere that they were like, we're going to pursue other options or try something else but like i don't know nothing about this like feels right well and yeah there's i mean obviously we're not going to speculate but like there's something something for sure not right that's not the way you do this um speaking of other ways that are not the way you do this uh we talked about them three weeks ago four weeks ago closing um momentarily to relaunch um urban is not reopening (laughs) I'm just so over them as a concept. Like, I know certain people love them, but, like, I just never got on board. And so I'm just glad it's done. Right. You're like, do something else with the space. Burn it down. Start over. Yeah. Scorched earth. It's just... Like, it's honestly annoying to even have to have talked about them this many times. And it's so... Like, and of course, you and I aren't in the restaurant industry. So, of course, we don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes or, like, all the minutiae of that. But it's like... Why would you announce that, hey, we're temporarily closing. We'll come back under another concept. Three weeks later, oh, JK, now we're really close. It's yeah. Like, it, how, it, do be, how are people this unorganized? Well, and he's also, the owner has other restaurants. Like, it's not like this was his only thing. Like, he yeah, doesn't know like what he he's doesn't doing. Know what he's doing. Yeah. But it's very much coming off that way. It's so confusing. It's very weird. Um, okay. Well, and then one more restaurant closing. Man, it's just like depressing. Like the time changed. It's dark all the time now. And yeah, the only happy things closing. we talked about already was in the rundown of events of yeah. the grand opening at cities. Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> like ice cream makes everyone happy. But um there's also a closing of I know one that you and I both enjoyed, at least their catering, which will still be around. But uh Perk Place Cafe is closing their restaurant location in Edmond. So we're unclear what this means about the Quell Springs location because their Facebook event or Facebook post said they're closing the Edmond location and it will be reopening. Which under- is literally only like four miles from the Quell Springs one. Right. But it's they're still, so close. It's still different cities. But yes. Um, but uh, the Edmond 
location on 33rd Street will be reopening as Cafe 47. Um, they're going to have the same partnership with the same coffee company and still be benefiting uh, nonprofits in the community like uh, Pivot. Yeah. And so that's, that's really exciting. And they'll still be doing their catering. And so that's how we were both familiar with them in the first place um, with, yeah. with their catering and that pesto mayo. And so we still love <laughs> Perk Place. I know this one is due to family complications, things going on in their life. Um, so it's very... Very sad, but, you know, they're at least, you know, announcing it and doing it the right way. And they'll still be catering, so you'll still be able to get them. And if you haven't used them for catering and you need a catering company, highly recommend Perk Place. I really like their bread. It's, their bread, <laughs> their chips. I love everything. Yeah, their chips are good, so too. Much. I just really like Because they're, like, kind of kettle style. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, but they're, like, homemade kettle, and then you dip them in that pesto mayo, and it's just, mmm, you just get a good mixed sandwich platter even their veggie sandwich is so good like, yeah they don't have a bad sandwich i just love them well, anyway we gotta have an excuse to have them again right soon. well now i'm like can they just like cater the next just like gathering we have we're all at oh, your house sure just like order catering like a sandwich platter and chips like, yep <laughs> we'll make up our own excuses to okay. have their catering because we love them <laughs> All right, well, make sure you're following us on social media at Localites OKC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send us suggestions of things coming up. Um, we yeah. we do uh, want to know what's going on with December other than downtown in December. Um, yeah. We had it last year. Listen back to the episode. I'm sure not much has changed. Yeah, um, but yeah, email us at localitesokc at gmail or visit our website, Um we are still posting the blog weekly so you can see everything that we talk about and where to buy the tickets and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, links out to everything, all the info. Yep, and until next week, bye. bye.